If you haven't had a chance, check out the Jazz Pod Co-op on Twitter. It's a group of podcasts with like-minded people that just want to share their opinions on the jazz. Here's a preview. Mark and Doug Hincy on the twos and threes. The weird things about dude shots is like my favorite like NBA subcategory of and like or they're like the length of their arms affecting something. I, I'm, I'm like, whether they jump off of one foot because, or two foot. Right. Like, Emily and McCoy on the Jazz gals. If anything, that video also reminded me like how just a few inches difference it was between us being on one side versus the other you know like well we all know a few inches can make a difference who logan and jared on hitting the high notes i I don't even care if they're hurt i mean we're not going to dance on any injuries but yes i i I buy i buy i I can't make any promises i don't even care if it's a fluke or we cheat i don't even care if you're not cheating you're not trying right um that's what they say and Brian and McCade on home court press. With Boyan, Memphis is really struggling to shoot. So giving the Boyan to the Grizzlies and then having the Grizzlies forward our first-round pick onto another team, if you can get Boyan a first-round pick and then get Memphis to throw in a first-round pick in the A and take Boyan, a lot of possibilities open for a guy like John Collins. <laughs> What's up, folks? It's another edition. It's hitting the high notes. Jazz talk. It is high. I am here. Your host. I'm a, you can find me on the Twitterverse. You can find me on the IGverse. You can find me in this universe at who Superman. It's H-U-U-T-R-A-N Superman. And uh, we're here. We are in the the final stretch. Bringing on the guy that goes the distance 49. Go the distance 49. What's up, uh, Jared Barker? Uh, not much, man. Hey, you did, you did a great... Uh little interview with our, our guy b hodges over the over at the Ra- anti-racist utah jazz pod or uh, twitter account yeah. <laughs> uh, former former host of the maxwell institute jazz pod or not jazz pod maxwell institute pod and soon to be host of um uh, the new fireside pod so uh check him out we'll have him again on um, whenever because I, I know you guys have questions for him and you know it's, it's, it was a short episode anyway so um, uh, i told him you know what let's bring him back from playoffs because um he is he is a great um uh, guy to talk to knows a lot about um uh before i bring on uh, our our second host here he he was like oh you guys are you guys are like live to tape right and i was like uh yes that's a term that i've heard before but tell me what you mean by that and so because yeah, he's he's been in the podcast <laughs> business for, for sure. a while so i thought it was kind of funny um uh, this guy is super weird um, uh, he brings. He made up um, his name because he likes to troll before trolling was cool. He's the Squatch of the Dragons, Mr. Dragon Squatch. What's up, Logan? Yeah, I'm just again to touch on your point from last week. I'm just glad I didn't get introduced as pro racist jazz fan. So that would have been hilarious. Man. I know we like to have alternating perspectives, but that's the one that probably doesn't need to be brought up. Yeah, that's a, that's a perspective that we probably don't need to have. Um, we're we're going to call yeah. you the. We're going to call you the Joe. Joe Rogan component of our. Podcast. I mean, I don't care if I don't care if you don't if you vote for for Trump. I don't think that makes you racist. Um, I think um, being racist makes you racist. So, um, sure. yeah. So, uh, guys, um, wow, that was, uh, we, we hit heavy there in the, in the open there. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was it was magatastic. May thirteenth. So. We're almost in May fourteenth, actually. This so let's talk about of... masks. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> um. May 14th, uh, almost upon us, uh, gentlemen, we are like eight days away finally from the playoffs starting. Um, and uh, I, I'm going to ask this question because I built this. Um, uh, I asked this question at the beginning of April and I wanted to build my narrative here. So I'm trying to, you know, maybe take a victory lap, maybe pat myself on the back. 
Um, guys, in the last month and a half, you know, April 1st, what game do you think mattered to you most? Like, what game made you feel worse about this jazz? What game made you feel better about this jazz? Or did any of those games matter to you? Um, uh, Jared, um, uh, do you have a you thought you, about it? You said in the last month? Uh, it says April 1st. Uh, probably the Suns game. Well, so uh, what about the Suns game? Um, uh, change your perception about this jazz team. Uh, I'm not so sure how much it changed my perception, but it just I didn't like the way they that they didn't execute well down the stretch. And I feel like, I mean, the lack of lack of close games and the lack of closing out in close games, um, I mean, the, the Suns game seemed to sting the most because it felt like a big game. So, okay. But did that game change your perception about the Jazz that you had from April 1st? <clears throat> yeah, a little bit, because it made me doubt them a little bit more. But not drastic, just a little bit more. It gave you some more doubt, but yeah, like how comfortable you know you feel like a lot less comfortable with the Jazz team from April or? Well, I mean, right now uh, I feel like the injuries are making me more uncomfortable than anything else. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, we'll get into that. Um, Logan, same question to you. Like, was there a game in this stretch that made you feel better or worse? Like, drastically feel better or worse about this Jazz team? Like, oh boy, like did it change? Did any game change your mind from April first? Uh, no, I mean, I think the only time I slightly dipped down was, or dipped down terribly was the, was the, the, uh, that little stretch there with Washington and Minnesota, which was super frustrating, um, to have those, to, to drop those games. Um, but I mean, really, I, to, to your point though, really, I don't have any different view of what the jazz is. The same questions I have are still there. Uh, the same things I feel good about are still there. The same things I'm, yeah, it's all, it's all still the same. And I would say it's because we haven't, I mean, in that stretch, we've either not played good teams or when we've played good teams, we haven't been fully healthy lately. So I think it's hard to get an assessment on anything. And I think to Jared's point, the thing that is getting me a little bit more concerned is, is not the performance on the court, but the fact that we haven't played with our guys for a while. So, um, that does, that does make me a little nervous, but no, I don't, I don't feel any differently about the jazz as far as, you know what I think they are or aren't capable of. It just, there hasn't been a ton. It's, it's, it's been, it's been rough, man. It's hard to just get excited for any of this stuff anymore. And yeah, that's, I'm, um, I'm, with you. I, I'm, I'm not trying to like, I, again, this is not a veteran lab for me. This is something I talked about in April. Like, like guys, like <laughs> we are a month and a half away from basketball and I don't care almost about any game coming up. Like even the big games, even the Nuggets game, even the Suns games, like also- nothing really mattered to me. Uh, wins or loss wise coming up, and I, I know there's a lot of jazz fans out there who do write that, that uh, those highs and lows. Um, and the, the only reason I bring it up is because, um, number one, the, the NBA season feels like it's just way too long. Um, and number two, uh, oh, white noise is coming back, guys. The white noise is coming back. I don't know, how yeah, it's white noise monster, but um, I don't hear it. Yeah, uh, it, 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 it comes real quick. So, um, uh, just like this podcast. So, um, <laughs> anyway, the, the reason I bring it up is because, like, um, we, we, we set these expectations and then we have them, and then we, we tend to think that these games mean so much in this, and like, like the whole scheme. Like, we talk about the getting swept by, by the Wolves, getting swept by the Suns, beating the Nuggets, um, uh, while the Jazz are not fully healthy. Like, there are just, you know, two extremes that we fill at those moments. And then here we are a week from the playoffs, and we have pretty much the same questions we had in April. Um, we do have, I guess we do have a, another new question here and there, but we pretty much feel the same way about this team. We, we, we feel 
that the Jazz um, have a pretty good chance or at least one of the best chances they've had in a long time. Um, uh, could be the first time ever in their history that they're number one in the league, I believe I saw. So, um, what were you yeah, saying? Inst- inst- instead of tied, you mean? Yeah. Because, right. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what I will say is I think that injuries have been a part of that and not just the Jazz injuries. I think that obviously when we play, played LA, it wasn't really playing LA. And just, I think that my some of my narrative could have shifted if, if we had been healthy since April and other teams had been healthy because we, we, you know, that Phoenix game would have been, would have probably impacted me to some degree if we were playing full, you know, full healthy versus full healthy. Um, so, right, I mean, right. I guess it's just, just, just because health has been so rough and people are resting or people are getting hurt, you know, on oh, that's both right. sides. We were missing. It, 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 yeah. Cause you're right. I, I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, you know, f- you know, Minnesota got me down and so did Phoenix, but you know, the, the, the Denver one was great, but also, if you want to feel down about it and say we're shorthanded, you can't feel great about it. It's just, it's, it's, I think I, yeah, I forgot that there were, Mike was out, right? I was sorry, Logan. I was just trying to make sure. I mean, Donovan and Mike were both out for Phoenix, for Phoenix, I believe. And even maybe Jordan Clarkson, if I'm not, maybe I'm wrong. Game three, um, uh, they were missing, um, uh, uh, or yeah, because game three, Jordan Clarkson got hurt in game two. It was a, anyway, let's, 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 let's broad scope it. The Jazz have had a lot of different lineups. Right. Uh, and a lot of different injuries. Conley been out with the tight- hamstring tightness. Uh, Clarkson had an ankle injury for a little bit. Uh, Donovan Mitchell out with his ankle injury. Um, and in my assessment from April, I kind I'm of just glad you guys remember because I, I've kind of forgot when exactly those happened. I know it's been a month since Donovan's played, matter. but because yeah. nothing matters. <laughs> it's because nothing matters. Nihilism. Uh, uh, my, nihilism. I love this podcast. We're, we're nihilists. Right. It just doesn't. It just doesn't matter because like um again like and part of the reason I, I talked about this in April because I, I said I just want the Jazz to get to the playoffs healthy. Like I would rather you know they get through some. There's just nothing to prove in this last month and a half, um, uh, and it, and so I I kind of attribute some of those jet, bad jazz losses and lapses to that because like if I get if me as a fan can't handle sitting and watching a game for two hours because I just don't think it matters, I I have a hard time coming down on jazz players for not giving their all because it's a long season and I think my at least my focus has shifted to the 16 game season coming up. Um, yeah in a week and a half where, you know, we, we talk about having 16 game players. Now, now the playoffs, that's a whole different season. A whole different set of rules are about to apply. So um, that's really, I'm, I'm not sure. Again, the, not a victory lap, not a pat on the back. Just this probably happens a lot more often than we think, but sometimes we get so swept up in the, the highs and lows that we kind of forget. Um, and percentage wise, the jazz are still uh, looking good. Um, let's talk about, I, I do want to talk about fatigue and medical. I, I want to talk about injuries here in a second uh, or right now, actually. Um, when uh, Donovan went down with injury, um, uh, we all kind of like you know breathed a sigh of relief because he was diagnosed with a low ankle sprain. And um, part of me like hates Twitter doctors because um, uh, you know every injury yeah. is different. You never know. Um, you know, you could be diagnosed with a with a um, uh, low ankle sprain at the same time, and just things are different. Like um, uh, we have no idea. We have no idea. But you know, we see a lot of people out there on, on Jazz Twitter or just Twitter in general spouting out, oh, boy, you know, if he's been held this, out this long, it's got to be something wrong. Or um, uh, we're just keeping out for rest. And honestly, none of us know. None of us know why Donovan is not going to play to the playoffs. And uh, Mike Conley was just upgraded tonight from questionable or out to questionable. Logan, um, was, was, let's talk about the injuries now. Do these scare you um, going to the playoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Because you just, I mean, it, it, it doesn't, 
what's the best way to phrase this? If, if, if LeBron James's 36-year-old ass is coming back and, and pushing it to try to get back early for these types of teams, it seems weird that Jazz would completely hold him out if he was, you know, ready to go. So, um, I don't know. It, 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 it does make me nervous. I don't necessarily – oh, you, you, you always have to factor in the chemistry, this chemistry component. So, if they are ready to go, you know, what does that look like? Because you've had guys essentially now for – I mean, Donovan's been out how many games? Fifteen or something? What's the number? It's all. It's been a it's better been a, part of. Been almost a month. Yeah, I mean, almost that's, a month. that's you've had guys having to fill roles they don't normally fill out, and I don't really worry about obviously the end of the super end of the bench guys because they don't they're not going to play. But right. I don't know. I, and, and 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 Mike Connolly, that this is not the first time the hamstring has been a, an issue. So. Right. Um, um, Jared, um, uh, so like this is one thing like when these injuries happened, we weren't too worried. We were like, okay, cool. Like right. there, there's. You know, there's 8,000 days bef- between the playoffs, between now and the playoffs anyway. So give people some rest. Um, do you believe this is a rest or do you believe this is like, oh, maybe there's something more to it? Like, in, uh, in, what you, I, what think, it? I think they're being very cautious. I, I See, I, I think that's why I sent you guys that, um, that, infl- that tweet that for me felt inflammatory. Was, uh, somebody was just talking about the injuries and uh, why are the Jazz just, just resting the guys? I mean... It has to be about resting them, and it's not about the injury, and blah blah blah. And the Jazz obviously don't care about the one seed. And I just, I look at all that rhetoric, and I go, I mean, it's just like you said. Who knows? Like we don't know. And I really don't think the Jazz are just like, oh yeah, we're just gonna give up the one seed. We don't care. Let's let's just be healthy. Look, I know Tony has had stuff to that effect, but I don't think the guys just feel like it's completely not a point of pride for them to get the one seed and feel like they earned that. And they're like, yeah, we played some of the best basketball all year consistently for the longest period of time. We feel like we're due a reward and, and, you know, we want the one seed. I don't, I really think that they're, they're being cautious because they're worried about rushing the guys back and, and aggravating it, the injury or making it worse. I mean, cause yeah, it's like you said, high ankle sprains. LeBron had a high ankle sprain, and, and he came back and looked very lackluster, and and then he went out again, and, and he's coming back sometime in the playoffs. So, I mean, and then he said he might, he'll might he never look the same or some whatever his drama, dramatic quote was. And I'm kind of glad that our guys aren't being as dramatic about it as that. As that. <laughs> well, but, our guys aren't, aren't 36 with like 30,000 minutes on their ass. Yeah, that, yeah, so. that's, that's true too. <laughs> Yeah. Um. It, it is uh, again. Well, I, I, 33. So I mean, yeah. yeah. I have no idea. I have no idea if the Jazz are going for the first seed or not. I I, I just assume they are. Well, yeah, they probably are, especially now well, that. Well, everyone's boy Bogdanovich said it. I mean, I don't think you need to question it anymore, right? I mean, he said it in a post game. Yeah. Inter- yeah. Interview. So I mean. And I think I think it was he was speaking for the team. Like I felt like that felt like that felt I, like. Like I mean, I don't, I don't know. It could have been just his opinion, but it felt. I try to hold my assumptions some uh, to whatever. I mean, they probably are. Like I mean, like if we're, you know, I'm, I'm gonna take a, a, a page from the stats uh, book here. Like I think probability-wise, I'm pretty sure, 85% sure the Jazz players are going for the one seed, especially now. Um, you know, we, a couple weeks ago, I asked Logan, "What's the dream scenario?" You know, and uh, it was what Jazz. Um, Suns, Clippers, Nuggets, Mavericks, and then like Lakers at six, and that's still in play after the Blazers I, lost. I, I, I don't, I don't think I just I, I I get that I don't see LA getting it. 
getting out of seven though, because Portland's only got one game left in Denver. Yeah. And they have to in, lose in Denver. In Denver yeah. with Dame. Oh no, I, it's, it's still physically yeah. possible, as what I'm saying. I guess like it's, yeah, no, no, I'm still seen, there. I've yeah. seen a lot of folks out there who just were cheering relentlessly for Portland to lose tonight. I'm like, I, I thought maybe Portland had a couple more games, but they've only got one left. And at that <laughs> point, I don't. At that point, keep, I don't think that, that Denver's got anything to play for because they're going to be keep the dream alive. You know, keep the dream well, alive. Well, they have to. They have to win. And, or lose, and the Lakers have to win two more games. I think is the yeah. thing, and and that's yeah, that's pretty unlikely. I, I didn't get to ask you guys this question then, because uh, uh, we we asked Blair last week, and because it was kind of a hot topic. I, I want to say a couple weeks ago we asked where the, the Lakers were number one on the fear list, like the you know are with the fear factors here. Um, has the Lakers dropped on you guys' list uh, of uh, teams that you're scared about? Like, I mean, is there a new number one that you're scared about? Um, it's hard to say, honestly. Um, I would say that LA's LA is just such a wild card. It's so hard to know. Um, yeah. But do I, do I have the same fear in my heart? I would say that the Lakers return to the pack with the mix with, with the mix with the rest of them. If I had to make a statement, on like I don't I don't necessarily yeah, like, before I, it was LA was up here and there was a significant gap between LA. I agree with that. The, the Lakers, the Clippers, and then someone else, right? And I think they've returned to the mix. I feel like the Clippers have edged them out for me a little bit. Um, like, I think, I think, I think, if, the, if I think I, the longer the Lakers last, the more scary they get because obviously things are right. going well. They get healthier. Right. Um, right. And uh, now we're winners of their <laughs> last three. So the the and, and that's without LeBron, I believe, right? So um, uh, that's correct. Without LeBron yeah. and Anthony Davis, the last game they were without him as well. Yeah, Anthony Davis has been playing really well, and so yeah, so that like you know, are we? Uh, again, so the reason I ask these questions every week is like things change. Like the equations change every week. Uh, the equation three weeks ago was all right. We're, we're probably gonna get a fully healthy Lakers by the time playoffs come. And about last week, that that equation changed drastically. Like, oh boy, we, we might not get a full healthy Lakers and Anthony Davis. And now, the equation is well, the Lakers will probably have to play at least one extra game. Is likely. So, you know what's you know what's hilarious? I mean, if the Mavericks, oh, they must hold the tiebreaker with the Blazers, don't they? Yeah. Uh, they hold the Yep. That um, if the Mavericks would have to lose out for the Blazers to move up and then swap four or five, or swap six, five, six, five, six, yeah. six, yeah. Yeah. So, um, we're getting we're getting to it to to the um uh, uh the playoffs here, and um you know the question has changed. So the lake, so. Does that fear of like the Lakers like I'm coming down a little bit for you guys? Is that does that give you more confidence in the Jazz to make it through uh, to the to the to the finals? Without the health factor for us, I don't know. I mean, I I feel like our first round series right now for me is going to be about us playing off rust and and you know seeing uh, getting our rhythm back. Um, you know, it's our gonna it's gonna be our Stella Goddard groove back series. So I mean, I, I it kind of depends on how we look in the first round. Um, Logan, I'm as, long, uh, as long as we stay out of the two seed, I feel much better about things. Yeah, um, all right. I mean, I, I, all th- I, all things considered, the the bracket pretty well. I mean, whether it's six or seven, you know, or whatever, either way, all those teams that we don't want end up on the other side of the bracket. Yeah, and that's yeah you just about where we're at. You just gotta hope the the Lakers don't somehow fall to eight or something. Yeah, They hope they don't lose the playing game to the Warriors. I mean, if they know, lose the playing game a, to the Warriors, they're an eight. I know it's a pipe dream, but I, just, I also think too that just I, something in my gut tells me if the Lakers lose the first game, they just self destruct in the second one. 
Like no, it's just, hey. everything could fall apart. I don't let know. the dream, let the dream live, sir. Let the dream live. That would be yeah, a be- that-, that would be a beautiful dream. Hey, I'm Mark, and this is Doug. What's up? And we're co-hosts of a weekly podcast on the Utah Jazz called Twos and Threes. It's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you get podcasts on your feed every Monday morning. Mark's my big brother, and you could say this podcast is a family affair, but really we think of the jazz and jazz nation as our family. So we'd love for you to participate with us to listen, and really, let's do this together. Go jazz. Go jazz. Be our family. Boom. Um. Yeah, so they could complain. You know, the Lakers will complain about the the playing game all summer long. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Amazing. Couldn't happen to a, couldn't happen to um, uh, nicer fellas. Um. <laughs> no, we like AJ though. So um, uh, AJ AJ gets a pass. Well, um. Oh, but he doesn't care all that much, honestly. <laughs> so we are um uh, again. So uh, the 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 funny thing about talking about playoff standings, seedings, and and all this crap is that, you know, like hey, if everything falls right for the Jazz, right. Um, uh, you know, Phoenix and both LA teams are on the other side of the bracket. Congratulations, your your um, pride is probably going to be Denver and Golden State on your side of the bracket. Like it's it's all a mess, folks. Like um, uh, you know, I, I I can see this happening where, you know, Jazz fans cheer because um, uh, you know, their dream scenario happens, and then again, waiting for you is the Golden State Warriors in the first round, which some people are pretty scared about. I don't want to jinx it because I've been kind of down on the Warriors all year and. Now I feel like that could come back to bite me. Like, you know, like, oh, here we are. Seven months later, me talking trash hey, to the Warriors. They, they, they signed the glove 2.0, man. Oh, all right. Well, all right. Um, uh, speaking of some of the injuries and stuff and like you know, our confidence in the jazz, uh, our friend Logan here, Dragon Squatch, has had a raging Bojner Bo- <laughs> um, uh, for about eight days. And I think you're supposed to call the doctor after that. Right, Logan? Yeah, it's gotten a little more impotent lately. So I think we're fine. Um, so, so um uh yeah boyan bogdanovich you didn't get a chance to talk about this with us last week and you have a little mini rant uh but let's um uh let, let's talk about Bo- uh, bogey for a little bit real quick uh boyan um uh, you know has stepped up um with with mike and and donovan out who would have called that but uh boyan playing pretty well he had a you know lackluster game against the blazers but uh he was scoring really well looks looks completely different from um uh mid-season bogey it's, it's crazy Logan, um, uh, what do you want? You know, we want to talk about like people taking victory laps. Uh, maybe not on us particularly, but um, you know, other people. Yeah, uh, and it would have been it was it would have been more you know uh, it would have been more appropriate last week because he was just red hot and that would look like a real a real a real poo face if I would have done it then. But uh, um, he <laughs> he has come back down to earth a little bit lately, and the Jazz haven't been quite so great. He's not forty eight point uh, Bohan anymore. But uh, it, it doesn't. Yeah, was I guilty of when he was playing terribly, piling on a bit for sure? Yeah, like I, I jumped in on that. So by all means, take your take your victory lap. But it does it doesn't change the it doesn't change the fundamental belief of what we think, and that is when the Jazz are are, are fully going. It doesn't it just it doesn't it doesn't change the makeup of that team. He's perfect for what happened now, which is we're down, uh, you know, two of our top three scores, and now it's all on him to get his rhythm going and to you know, fill those, fill those possessions, which we've always talked about. But when he's, but when the, the team is fully healthy, I think the same questions on the ceiling still exist there. The only thing that makes it really weird now and where I got a little confused and I, I went down some weird confusing backwards hole is if we would have made one of those trades for those guys that we like, it probably would have, it probably would have lifted our overall ceiling of our, our fully healthy team. That's what we think. Anyways, you never really know. 
But the irony in that being that if we would have traded for a Barnes or we would have traded for an Aaron Gordon, those guys wouldn't have been able to carry the load like Bohan has offensively while our two guys are out. Amen and what, to that. Right. And, what been, <laughs> and then what would have happened to our seating? So you got in this weird, bizarre hole of like, okay, but like maybe the one seed is the reason we win the title. So it's just right. this really confusing, uh, you know, circular hole. Everything uh, happens for a reason. Yeah, no, I mean, but, but it's just, it's, it's just, it's just interesting that, and I shouldn't be surprised that people choose to pick and choose their spots, but it does it just doesn't change it. I, I still, I still get a little bit irritated when people claim that just because we would have had him in Denver, we would have won a playoff series. Like you just don't know that. And yeah, I agree if, with that. You if, don't if, know. If you're going to, if you're going to take your victory laps for Bohan playing great, that's fine. But the one, just like a lot of us last year who were critical, not critical, but both critical and concerned about Mike Conley up until this year in the bubble, he hadn't proved he fit yet. So mm-hmm. those concerns were valid. You don't, I'm not saying you have to, you know, blow everything up, but you right. can have a, he, he, he hasn't proved it. And Bohan has not proven in two years that when our team is healthy, that he can consistently play and contribute like this. He hasn't done it. Do I hope he does? By all means I do. Like even though jazz fandom seems to think that they are, they're going to be there at the, at the parade collecting tickets and not letting people in because they've got this hierarchy of who can be a fan and who doesn't, we still all want a championship, but like, it's also just acknowledging the facts and the facts are he's not been consistently this great and contributing when everyone's healthy. It just hasn't happened. Yeah. It's, I, it, 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 it's, I, I hope they expand. They got to expand seating. Cause otherwise only see only those season ticket holders will Lord, will Lord them over us. <laughs> yeah. Only four um, people. But if you, it's <laughs> funny. Cause you, you, you can go, you can go with your, like your, all your advanced statistics and analytics. It's pretty simple. Like there's one like ESPN. We look at the score. It's great. They show, they show you the win and the loss. And they show you the high score. Go look at it. Bogdanovich suddenly appears when everyone gets hurt. Like it's so clear as day. Like he he, he appears like <laughs> twice all season. And um, then as soon as the others go down, it's him, him, him. I mean, yeah, it's, I, it's that's true. Forty-eight points. I feel like sometimes <laughs> I pat myself on the back too much, and I I, I don't want to do that. So I'm gonna pat Logan on the back here too uh, a lot here because, um, I want to say you know beginning of the season, maybe even preseason, when we talked about Boyan, um, Logan um, uh, specifically said the 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 phrase. Um, if Bogdanovich is playing well, it probably means something else has gone wrong for the Jazz. Um, oh man, and, uh, that's so prescient. So somebody else on this podcast um, would say something like, um, uh, "We have never seen, we have not seen, uh, Boyan, Donovan, and Mike um, play well uh, for uh, at the same time uh, for for long stretches." Um, and so again, that's stuff that hasn't been proven yet. Like we're we're seeing Boyan play well now because. Things have gone wrong for the Jazz, as as Logan um, uh, predicted here. Um, and uh, it is funny that you go down that rabbit hole because, like, I think people thought maybe I, particularly me, was picking on Boyan during the trade deadline. And the only reason I brought it up is because, like, I thought it was a very fun talking point. Did I honestly believe the Jazz were going to trade Boyan during around the trade deadline? No, uh, not not and, at all. And I think you also said that you didn't feel like they necessarily should. I mean, you were just interested to see what's out there you know i mean that's part of the fun of being a fan right we kind of talked about this um, i mean my, my podcast brain goes well other people are talking about this let's talk about it expand on it and figure yeah. out why it's interesting and, um, and fake, interesting G- fake gming is fun yeah. man and um uh the, the this year the, with this jazz team ruining the chemistry and ruining um uh the um because i i, I think chemistry this team was a big part. Like it took a year for the jazz to like really get in sync. Yeah. And then all of a sudden mid season and in a, in a year where you're on track to be the, to, to have the best record in the NBA, 
that that would be a huge wrench to throw in there that you don't want to do. Yeah. Um, and but the the problem that or the fear that I have, it, the ironic thing is that Bogey might be the catalyst for why the, the Jazz um uh, if the Jazz up with with the one seed, it will it will be because Bogey played out of his mind in those games and uh, led the Jazz to victory. But the problem is, um, for me, my concern is that uh, and the concern I had from the off season is that Bogey might not. You know, when, you know, Donovan and Mike, I assume they'll be back healthy enough to play. Um, and if that happens, then if Bogey doesn't, you know, you know, really step it up, that he, there's a chance that he might get picked on in the playoffs uh, on defense. You know, we, we've seen some of that already in, in some close games that the Jazz had where they went at Bogey um, and um, uh, that sucked. So, yeah. And, and to your point, also on offense, like, if if we're trying to manufacture points because he's one of the only guys who can for us that can really score in the post and he starts getting picked on there where he you know the, is bumbling the ball and stuff like we've seen him do this year i mean yeah it exposes him and then he's no good to you on either side of the court yeah so I, i'm just scared that he might not be able to match his offense production that he's at right now because when donovan and mike go back that usage is just gonna you know go down a lot yeah. And um, uh, we've seen, you know, like we've seen bad bogey and we've seen them. Uh, what happens if bogey's not, you know, uh, the main guy. So yep. I'm, I'm just hoping that they can find that balance and they unfortunately won't have any, you know, any leeway to find out that, you know, they're going to get to the playoffs and assuming that Mike and Donovan can play go right away from there. Um, I think, so, yeah. I think the, our best case scenario for the time being, cause I think we've kind of seen this, we've seen mediocre bogey, and then good Mike Conley and great Donovan, or great Mike Conley, good uh, Bogey, and mediocre Donovan. I think that's going to have to end up being the formula for success for us, is that one of the guys is going to look kind of mediocre. and Because we've work. seen that happen. Uh, yeah, maybe that'll yeah, work. Maybe that'll I, work. I, hope I, so. I don't know. It, 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 it's a little scary to think about because the playoffs are just a, a different beast, and so yeah, it's a whole, whole different season. So. Um, uh, speaking of Donovan, like, and so um, uh, I, I was actually, I tweeted this out and talked to uh, my, my buddy um, uh, Hema there about this. That I was like, wow, the Jazz haven't really put out any promotional materials uh, this year for Rudy or for Clarkson and Joe. We were talking about Joe and the Six Man Award and everything. And um, like a couple years ago, or maybe the last season, they or two seasons ago, they sent like a, this like this like little fake record, uh, Jazz record um, uh, that like was promoting Rudy to be a the sixth man of the year to, to oh, the media yeah. members. And so Sarah Todd, I'm a friend of the podcast, Sarah Todd, she tweeted out um, the last game. They actually gave, I, I don't I don't know what, I couldn't really tell what they were, but I was they like, all right, kind of cool. like colored pamphlets uh, as far as I could tell. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's cooler than that. Cause like the stuff they do is pretty cool. So I, I wish I was able to work that night and get, get those things, but right. I was not there. Um, so uh, the jazz are kind of pushing. I, they're not, this is like they're really pushing very hard for these awards and everything. Uh, we think that Rudy's going to be defensive player of the year, but again, who knows? Yeah. Maybe, maybe the Ben Simmons talk has swayed enough people to vote for him. Um, there's a lot of talk. Horse, there's a, there's a, there's a, uh, a lot of talk that Quinn Snyder is not going to be coach of the year. So oh, yeah, you know, I've heard, Logan, I've heard Logan, will, get his, uh, Logan will get his prediction there. Um, and I think probably Jordan Clarkson gets sixth man of the year. And if not, at least Joe Ingles will get it. So, you know, that's, that's a lock for a Jasmine there. Um, but yeah, something like, you know, all NBA, um, also gets bonuses. We, we think, um, uh, Rudy's gonna get another all NBA, uh, good for him. Good for Rudy. You know, yeah, I think uh, he's pretty much Don- a lock for third team. 
uh, at least third. Well, I mean, maybe maybe Jokic and and Embiid are both first team. So if that's, that's the case, that's then... true. That is an interest. Yeah, they did talk about how they could shift somebody to forward. Maybe I'm a maybe I'm a Rudy's center at uh, first team, and and Embiid and Jokic are our first team forwards. Uh, <laughs> that, that would be eligible. Wild. So that would be so wild. who knows? Like. I mean, I I can't off the top of my head think of another forward better than Embiid and Jokic, so we'll see. Um, so Logan, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of talk about Donovan and his All NBA here. Uh, he looks like he's not going to get it. Um, uh, it saves the Jazz, you know, like 80 million. I think McKay um, tweeted out because uh, you know his roster bonus is connected with that. Um, so yeah, he gets it next year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, but it'll, it'll save the Jazz money this year at least. You know, oh, like, right, 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 right. So. We'll see. I mean, all in Bay is pretty hard to get anyway, but um, how, how do you feel about the awards there, uh, Logan? Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we can go down the awards route. I think that, like you said, the six-man ends up in Utah one way or another. The NBA is weird, and I know that we want to, like, try to convince ourselves of why one or one isn't or the other, but look at, look at the last – I mean, I'll pull up the list of the six-man with the, if you take Harkless out. Or not Harkless. What's his name? What's the dude who went last year? Crawford? No, no, oh, last uh, year. no, it was uh, uh, not more Hawkless, but uh, Harold. Harold, yeah. yeah. But you, Montrez, you, you, yeah. you take that out. The sixth man of the year is Montrez. always a Jordan Clarkson type. So, like, get your, like, analytic non-boners on from or whatever you want to do. That's just what the NBA picks. Those are the kind of dudes that get it all the time. It's just how it, it's just how it works. The microwave um, guy, the scoring yeah, punch I mean, off I mean, the bench. That's, that, that's, just, that's just what they do. And, I mean, he may not be the best player, but that's who they give the award to. And, like, that's, like, you can, be, you can keep pounding your head against the wall with the NBA and how they choose to give out things, or you can just accept it for what it is. Cause that's the way it's going to be. And it's not going to change. Um, co- coach, coach of the year is interesting with uh, Quinn Snyder. Cause I, I had my rants on why I didn't want him to get it just for weird un you know, unbelievable reasons because of my love for Jerry Sloan. Yeah. But I, I, I also do think that like uh, for people who are just up in arms over the fact that Monty or that Thibodeau could be in consideration, I think that's, I, I, I think it's a three-horse race because oh, the, yeah. Monty at the end, of the, day, the, at the end of the day, the, the Suns were not a playoff team last year, and they're a two now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I understand they added Chris Paul. I get that. And then also what Tibbs is Save doing is, is, is also impressive. I mean, you can, you can blame the big market bias, which will probably get Tibbs the award for sure, but to like discount them like it would be some travesty, it's not a travesty in my opinion. Like I think, yeah. that, I think that all three of them are good enough to get it and have cases to make it. It's not a travesty. Yeah. You know, Fourth, many, and it's not – from garbage it's to not just season. it's not just last year right it's like suns and knicks like when was the last time they were this good as a as thing like the suns probably never yeah. i mean maybe the charles barkley year so 93 um uh, i mean, I mean the, maybe the, the steve nash year the steve nash year yeah they've been pretty terrible um i, I think right. that rudy gets the defensive player of the year i think that's going to be fine i don't think right. that i mean i think that the ben simmons stuff has kind of trailed off at least from i don't know my feet i don't i don't really know um, what it is, but all, Logan's all, been using the mute button lately, so he's good. Yeah, I, all, 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 I, I finally learned how to use the mute button, and it's been beautiful. That's probably why I told you Twitter's been so just boring. Is maybe I need all those idiots putting stuff in there and getting me worked up. But uh, I, I think all NBA is probably is is kind of along the same vein as the Quinn Snyder thing. Whereas if you try to look at it objectively, which fandom really isn't objective, it really is hard because I think a lot of people had. Uh, had Donovan on the fringe anyways, and if he was on the fringe, it was that third team, right? Which is the definition of fringe, I guess. And a lot of folks <laughs> did have him on third team when he was, you know, making, I guess, a mini MVP run. But 
the, the, the fact is, and I, I know a lot of guys have missed games, and that's the hard part is it's, you know, there, there's a good chance that someone has missed as many games or more gets on there and we can scream the bias. But, I mean, objectively speaking, it, it is – if Donovan plays even a handful of these, of these other games, I think he gets in there as a lock. But you, <laughs> he miss, he's missing a ton of games, and, and, the, and for the most part, the Jazz have kind of been the same. So uh, it's, it's, it's hard to, to make that yeah. argument, I think. I mean, I think he's in the mix, but, to, again, to be up in arms because maybe, you know, Jimmy Butler makes a late-season push and t- overtakes that spot or somebody else does, I mean, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you can be so upset. Disappointment, I get it, but, like, thinking it's a, a great crime against the small market, I don't. Right. I can't get, I can't take it that far I guess is where it This goes. is what Jared um, uh, talks about when we have an insecure insecure fan base and actually the the Baron Davis dunk showed up on the, t- the Twitter timeline again and I knew this was going to happen. And uh, <laughs> um, I, I talked about it a month prior because of uh, uh they showed like the Vince Carter in the Mavericks uniform yeah. hitting the the corner three against the Spurs as Spurs fans were all over the comment. Oh, who won the who won the title that year? Who won? I was, like, I was like, oh my god! Like this is this is what it it's sounds a, like. It's like this Sarah is, said, we're all the same, same yeah, fan this, base. Different. This is what it sounds like when the Jazz fans complain about like it was a cool dunk, guys. Let's get over it. Yeah, the yeah. Jazz won the series, but guess what? That's not what that moment is celebrating. That moment is celebrating a posterized dunk that was pretty cool. So I mean, yeah. it's 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 one of, it's one of those uh, things that like again. Phenomenal, phenomenal, I ne- phenomenal I never hated. I never hated BD, man. I never hated BD. I mean, uh, I, 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 I hated that Warriors team. But I, I, what I, what I was hating more now is just like we have to get so defensive about like, oh, just let, just let I, the baby have their bottle. Like, I think, cool. I think I hated some of the other players on that Warriors team more than I hate BD. I hated all. I hated them all equally. <laughs> well, um, yeah, we, we, we all know I don't love AK, so I love seeing him get dunked on. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but also like the, the the funny part is too is like if it wasn't for the Warriors doing that, we would have never got this this gift of a, of a, you know, a, a Portland trailblazer style, almost full Western, Western, full Western, Western conference run that would have never happened otherwise. Probably, so like, yeah, like be angry about it, but like also maps. be like, okay, like if it wasn't for this crappy team, we would have saved you the maps. <laughs> yeah. So it's, just, it's, it's just weird. Like it's a, it's a cool dunk. Like it was a phenomenal oh. dunk. And if you watch that game happen, the crowd lost their mind. It was the return of, yeah, call them whatever you want to call them now. But back then, the Warriors were a team on the rise, and it, it was they, they were like one of the first teams to do the whole, the whole everyone wears one shirt color and kind of and the, I don't know the the oh, it was man. A fun, it was a it they've was a had fun fanatics, like a, that's when they built yeah. their built their fanatic fan base that's actually still, I mean the Oakland yeah, that was a that was a very still fanatic. You know, I don't know if that was like what really because like you know seven seconds but like that was one of those teams that really built fast and like you know made basketball faster and so that that helped. Yeah, Don um, Nelson. Don Nelson literally had the cheat code. Like he should probably get he should probably get credit for us using the term cheat code now because he knew everything. He essentially <laughs> built that. He essentially built that Mavericks roster and then played them as the one eight and knew exactly right. what you know what the holes in Dirk's yeah, game were. Do. Yeah, and um uh, uh, and Logan tweeted out, "We believe I'm a Warriors 2021." I was like, "Oh boy, the parallels." <laughs> I said I said we believe Warriors 2.0 and our good yeah. friend your guy your guys's favorite my favorite Ben Ben Bill Simmons tweeted out the same thing. Hey, hey did you see did you see how Draymond you see how Draymond responded to that? That was freaking awesome. No, I didn't he was like, that. we ain't no we believe 2.0. I, I respect <laughs> what the OGs did, blah blah blah. But man, we've had three titles since then. No, we're we ain't no we believe 2.0. <laughs> Draymond's a little delusional because they're not that team anymore. Well, I don't think he's saying that they're that team, but he's like, that's his expectation is not to be 
Like that is not where his mindset is. Is to be a we believe we're gonna upset the a Goliath. <laughs> he doesn't look at everybody else as a Goliath. He he goes, okay, yeah, we're probably not as good as you, but so he's you know we're so he's delusional. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm pretty sure he he goes, yeah, we're probably not as good as you roster wise. I'm pretty sure he knows what it is. I mean, right. I don't. I, they're all delusional. That's how they get to where they're at. Yeah, that's that's kind of that, that's pretty true tell. too. Um, no, I, I wish I would have saw Draymond. I didn't see that part. I just saw that. I know how. I know how. That's how a fun you guys clip. Hate Bill I have... Oh, yeah, I hate Bill Simmons. Benjamin Bill Simmons. <laughs> um, uh, um... I hate him so much. Okay. So, um, uh, the Godfather. Getting... The Podfather. His father. Pod... Yes, the father of Ben. Uh, Podfather. Hi, I'm McCoy. Hi, I'm Emily. And we're the Jazzy Gals. If you're looking for in-depth Utah Jazz basketball analysis, this ain't it. <laughs> but if you are looking to discuss how great Rudy's beard looked this week, Jazz Twitter crushes, or other fun pop culture things, you have come to the right place. That's right, and you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. And also on Twitter at Pod. Go Jazz! Go Jazz! So, like to me, the 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 five elite teams uh, in the West were uh, the LA teams, Utah, Phoenix, Denver, um, and that, that's crazy that you know there's five teams that are like all right, elite. Like, you know, it would be exciting like whoever the you know the fifth seed was, uh, you know, assuming we assumed it was gonna be like the Lakers or something, right? The fifth seed or the Nuggets, right? If they were in a single elimination tournament, boom, they're out after one game, um, or you know, one of those guys, whoever four or five was. Uh, or I don't know. I don't know how it would work, but um, it is kind of crazy that um, uh, uh, the West is, is is talented. And you know, would it, would it be exciting if the Lakers and Warriors? I mean, would it be as exciting if the Warriors and Damian and uh, like the Grizzlies like to play in game? I, I know their fans are kind of happy about it. I mean, the Pelicans, right? The Pelicans are that this is Logan's joked about it all year. Zion, this, the the tournament was built for Zion, and they still didn't make it. So. But you know, maybe next year. I think that was poor roster construction. I'm gonna have to start looking at their GMing. Nah. I mean, I mean, they got they got Zion, they got Brandon Ingram, uh, Josh. No, Hart, I, I just feel like they don't have enough spacing. Personally, it's me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a team that looked exciting last year without Zion. So, uh, did they make the playoffs last year? I mean, I know Brandon Ingram was a was a. Uh, they they made the play in last year. Um, was was Zion only playing like thirty games or something or twenty games? Regardless, um, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was close, and they 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 everybody got close, and um, it could be kind of exciting because like, I mean the West is so 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 uh, loaded, right? Like, look at the top ten every year. Like four of those teams are going to be in the playoffs. So I, I feel like they'd be, they'd be better off sending the Grizzlies to the East and send us one of the crappy teams from the East. You would think so, but um, uh, you know, we'll. You know, I don't know what's up to talk about that. So the play, the play has been nice. I mean, it's it is nice for the season. And I don't, as a Jazz fan with the number one seed, it's nice knowing that your opponent is probably gonna have to play at least uh, two games, right? Or play two games, I think. So that's kind of that's kind of fun. Like, all right, cool. Oh, I I do, I do love the idea of a week off of rest. Like, yeah, that part's awesome. Right, like that. That part is great. I I know I know the Jazz fans are a little disappointed today because the Suns won, so the Jazz are probably going to have to play uh, full strength uh, at full or at full strength as they can against the Thunder and the Kings coming up in the next week here. Um, 
but I mean, again, like, yeah, it's, they're gonna have about six days off. So, is an extra day off gonna be that much? I don't know. I I'm not a doctor. I'm not anything associated with them. Uh, any NBA players? I have no idea. But one extra day off is uh, that important? But we'll see. I guess so. Um, guys, are, are we? Uh, yeah, are are you afraid of fatigue? Are you afraid of the injuries? Like, what's scaring you about the Jazz right now? I, I don't really have anything scaring me about the Jazz. I just want to get healthy, so I, I think we'll be fine. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm where you're at. I'm just ready for. It. I'm ready to find out. Like, here's the thing about being a Jazz fan, at least for me. Like, I'm always delusional enough that I will think that each year we make the playoffs, we have a chance to win a championship because I'm just that delusional. Like, like if this happens and this happens, you know, we're gonna put it all together because every year our team's always been good enough to pe- beat some guys. And I think this year is the same. I mean, they 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 got a more legitimate shot at it this year, so. It's just about, I guess it's just about getting healthy, I think, is the biggest thing. Because as I'm going back and forth on the health thing, I mean, if, if it was just all about being extra cautious and they were actually ready, we're just holding out, why would Connolly be back on the list as probable? Or what is it, questionable? So I don't know. It does it does make me a little nervous that, I mean, we only go as far as Don goes. I know that, that, that Rudy is our, our god, but... Um, I mean, we've kind of seen that um, uh, against the Warriors and against the Blazers. You know, you got to have a Curry, you got to have a Dame to you know close it out, close out those games, right? So, well, at the, at the end of the day, the team that scores the most points wins, and a screen assist, a screen assist is as amazing as it is, only counts if the guy scores. <laughs> so you still have to score. <laughs> I mean, it's still uh, part of the game. Oh wow! Did you tell David Locke this? About, that, that he might, uh, uh, he might. <laughs> Yeah. How about you, Jared? I'm, uh, uh, right. The screen part is good. The screen assist part, uh, Jared, I'm, uh, yeah, fatigue worrying you right now. I mean, again, you know, a week off, and well, you think that's enough? Only, or... for, only for Joe, really. Uh, I think for everybody else, I'm kind of, I don't, I'm not too worried about fatigue. Uh, to me, it feels like most of them are pretty young guys. I would say, to your point, who to like, yeah, I mean, you got a week. I mean, what is the magic number? What's the difference between, I mean, barring a potential injury, what's the difference between a week and a week and two days? I mean, a week is a good chunk of time I mean, to get yourself really ready to roll. I think much longer than that, you, you kind of tiptoe into rust. And I think I'm, uh, I heard Jordan talk about uh, Clarkson. Um, uh, uh, this is the biggest thing. Jordan Clarkson talked about it. Like um, somebody asked him, are you guys ready for the playoffs? Are you guys ready for that week break? And he's like, we're ready for the playoffs. Like, like he's ready. They're ready for the playoffs. Like, you know, he didn't say, I mean, they, they look tired on the court. They do look tired. And they, they asked him like, "Are you excited for the week off?" Or are you excited I for think it's I think it's mental fatigue to your point for sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, but I mean, Jordan Jordan also just he didn't say, "Boy, that week off is going to be nice." He said, "Playoffs, let's go." They're ready. They're focused, and I think they're you know I, maybe it's our jazz PTSD that is holding us back from thinking nice things are going to happen. But um, Jared it probably speaking, is, bro. <laughs> speak, speaking of our Clarkson Corner is back, I believe. Ooh. Welcome back. Um, okay. Well then, what uh, what did I have in the corner this time? You told, you, you told all the you told all the ladies at Jazz Twitter that this was going to be Jordan streaking. So if Jordan isn't streaking, then we've got some. Wait, what are you talking about? Oh, 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 the streak. Yeah, 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 you're right. <laughs> ah, you're right, man. Yeah. I mean. I did get some some footage uh, that I cannot release because I I got hit with a uh, you know copyright infringement on one of the tattoos apparently has a has some art that's not allowed to be displayed. 
Um, it's it's essentially Jordan smoking that cigar after he won the title, but the cigar as well, you know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> just going straight to smoking, huh? Wow. <laughs> just think um, about just think about Jordan Clarkson with, with Michael Jordan's face with that little cap tipped up right above oh my, his his, oh his, his lower. His, just oh, think about Lord, it. Good lord. That, that and now who's debating on whether he can leave this in or not? Oh, that's an image. Oh man. I stopped paying attention. Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh, that that was gold, man. That was so funny. Um, I I hope that doesn't get cut. Um, so I mean, Jordan Jordan Clarkson, he's been making a lot of free throws, right? But then he missed one, and he started a streak where he missed a free throw. But then he made one. There's a new streak. He made a free throw. Um, there's a lot of streaks going on, man. A lot of streaks. I'm I'm hearing chatter about streaks potentially in the hair. You know, unfortunately, that was probably associated with a it's going to be May uh, type foolishness, and that didn't happen for whatever reason. Um, So, you know, the the bottle blonde Jordan Clarkson is is probably not going to happen. Sorry. Uh, Other streaks. Well, you know, are you guys even still there? I, I've I've just never been more. We're just waiting. What we're talking about. <laughs> so is Jordan Clarkson really? There's a real rumor that he was gonna bleach his hair. That's just something you made up. No, I'm I'm making yeah. it up. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to believe it for a second. I mean, I don't know. He <laughs> was going full Rymel Tappy with the bleach dreads. Uh, you know, I mean. I would honestly, I, I would have really helped my case with the street tracker. Because, you know, who suggested the rebrand? I went into the rebrand, and I'm just like, I'm not doing anything with this. And then one of the – oh, here's a great here's a great tweet from a couple months ago. Shout out to Tear Bear. I was invested in Jordan Clarkson's three-point streak. Extremely pleased that went in. Uh, that was from 2-13, so February the 13th, 2021. I'm assuming that was towards the end of a game. Uh, let's Valentine's at- Eve. Yeah, that was um, yeah, it was towards the end of the game because it was at 8:48 p.m. <laughs> you probably went one for eleven that night. Um, uh, here we go. Uh, one more, <laughs> one more. Spencer, Spencer, uh, Jazz Jargon, one of the many Spencers. Uh, this, oh, I think we call them the Spencer, the more the Spencer Morai or something. I don't know. I, I swear, Bowler loves the Jordan Clarkson three streak more than anyone else in the world. I don't know who Tran loves it more. I have I have I that do. on tape. I, I, I literally the Golden State Warriors game. He hit the three. I turned it off. I did, there was nothing more I needed to see than Jordan Clarkson hitting that three. Hey, like, oh, this goes all done. the way back to 2016. According to Mark Medina, Jordan Clarkson agrees with Kobe's argument that the team needs to develop a stronger mean streak. See, streaking has been in his past for a long time. He's streaky, man. He's a streaky shooter, streaky player. Uh, the only thing that's not streaky are his vibes. His vibes are always good. Uh, vibe tribe. Um, you can follow him at Goat Distance Forty Nine. Um, uh, Jared Barker. Um, that was uh, as long as it was in, in as it was incoherent. So, um, <laughs> drag- <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> that, that, that is a thing about that though. So I I I, I will. I let it stay in. Uh, Dragon's Watch. I'm. Uh, you know what? You what you got for us here? Shout outs for anybody here? Uh, 
I will um, I'll, I'll shout out, you know, Cruz and Coog. He snuck in and talked a little trash about the he, let, he, he gave a shout out to the Jad Pod co-op, everyone but me, which is reasonable. Um, so cruising, 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 Coog always just lurk, lurking around, always appears when I least expect him. Uh, but, I love uh, that no. guy, man. I love that guy. Was he just tro- was he trolling you? You guys are friends, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, no, we get we get along. We joke about things all the time. It just cracked me up. I was like, yeah, that's the kind of that's what I'm here for. Someone who gets that I'm just kind of a, a poo face. So. <laughs> um, You've been uh, hanging out with Arya a lot this week. I can hear yeah, it. I'm going okay, to go ahead and shout, shout out, uh, you know, Andrew and McCullough 105, just because he's got his his golf tournament going on. And if we could steal anyone's clout and mojo, I'm going oh, to do that. That's true. Utah Open. The at Utah, Utah Masters. Underscore Open. At Utah yeah. Underscore Open. The Utah Social Open, which will also have an event in um, – in uh, September, because yeah, we 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 desperately want to be the official jazz podcast of that. No, I'm, uh, I'm beeping, I'm beeping all, I'm beeping all the names out until they pay us money. So, yeah. Hey, what if they paid us in golf clubs? Because we could sell those for money, right? Yeah, I don't know anything about golf. That's the thing. I had I had a salesman call me the other day and say, "Do you golf?" I said, "No." <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm missing something in my rite of passage. But I mean, all jokes aside, whatever this is, and I'm still not entirely sure what all of it is. But the amount of mojo it's gained is impressive. So. Maybe oh, we should really hire is, them. Man. Maybe maybe we should hire them. We should hire Andrew to to, to get the Jazz Pod co-op to take off. My um, favorite part of this was um uh, when Tanner Martin, um uh, when all the click talk was happening, he was like, "Hey, <laughs> am I part of a click?" You know, trying to be all like a smartass. And I was like, "Yeah, man, it's called the Utah Open. It's called the Utah Open." <laughs> yeah, you were totally like, right about that. Literally, that's literally, literally generated the biggest click. Yeah, like on this click, so. on this app. So. Is it? And it looks like it's like only Utah fans. Am I getting that right? Like I know they got a bunch of Utah. I think it's. I think it's a lot of Utah fans. No. But I don't think it's only Utah fans. But no. I think that's how it started. Was a bunch of Utah fans got together, and so. Yeah. And so uh, they've been trying to get everybody involved, but we'll I, I probably think we'll it's... probably do a thirty for thirty for someday about it. So. Yeah. Um, once I mean it's gonna blow up and get like a hundred thousand people or something crazy. I don't know. In a few years. I mean, I would golf, but I mean, I'll, I like to ride or hit the ball, but. I don't like golfing, so. Well, like, the like, good the good like news it. is that the event in September, because they were kind of waiting for COVID to blow over. It's really about people meeting uh, their uh, their friends that they've met on Twitter. That's really kind of what it became. They had a sort of a thing last year, but they didn't make it like as official, and that's why they have their little thing where that they call OG thirty six because apparently there was thirty six of them last year. I don't know. Oh, um, I've already lost interest. I... Um, <laughs> is that is that our last shout out about it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. That, that's that, that's pretty much all I've got. I mean, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of folks associated with that. And Andrew seems like the coolest one of them all. There's there's definitely some cool dudes in that group, but there's definitely some pretentious. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> he's the one. He's the one I will choose to acknowledge. <laughs> hey, shout out to Brant. Uh, I think it's Brant. Uh, H. It's something like H O. I don't know. Twenty. He's a good dude. I like that guy. All right. Well, I'm uh. Most importantly, it's all about it's all all about the Jazz Pod Co-op, which I don't know that even like everyone's dying now. I don't know if I don't know what happened to Mark and his brother. I I don't know what's going uh, on. There. The, the, the Jazz gals are in retirement. And then Brian Priest made his <laughs> triumphant. Ret- they made their triumphant return after a month off. So, you know, we Shout are the, we're, the, we're like we're the Cal Ripken of this whole thing. We just keep showing up every week. You know, we're probably overvalued well, because we show who up. does who shows up. <laughs> yeah. Who shows up? I, I didn't miss you guys. We phoned it in. Um, 
uh, I had to do a lot of talking last week. It was very weird. So, um, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, again, shout out to the Jazz Pod Co-op. Uh, in September, we're holding the Jazz Pod Co-op Golf Tournament. So go ahead yes. and tweet at us. No, it's a, it's, a, it's a soggy biscuit Zoom tournament. <laughs> well, could we do, like, like, like mini golfers? Like, like something that will, laser I, tag? I, honestly, like, I think that would be amazing. Let's do the Jazz Pod laser tag. Um, yeah, like fest or something. That would be amazing. Honestly, that would be amazing. Where, where you guys want to go, like Boondocks or something? Yeah, paintball. Oh, paintball. Paintball would be paintball would be so awesome. Don't take. I don't know. I'm a jazz pod co-op paintball tournament. That would be insanely great. Jazz pod co-op is a click, and if you want to be part of it, just ask. Because like we don't care. Like yeah, we absolutely just. If you want to shoot paintballs at our faces while we hide behind masks and stuff because we're not wearing masks now but 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 we're pro mask you know in paintball so i'm not pro mask um I, so oh you want uh, you like you hit in the eye oh man no i mean i'm uh, my rights you know so um uh folks thanks for listening <laughs> um uh <laughs> what about those lefts who what about those not supposed, not supposed to laugh at my own jokes okay anyway we've got this has been the longest uh, close ever. I, the, the end music is, you know, this was the Oscar. They would have been playing the music for like 15 minutes now. Um, uh, thanks for joining. We're almost got, we're, we're at the finish line. Jazz could be the one seed, could be the two seed. They could be facing the Warriors. They could be facing the Lakers. Who knows? I mean, it's all up in flux. Um, you do, because uh, your name uh, is who? Who, and, who do you um, think uh, you are? I am. We are hoping um, uh, for a good playoff run. Um, uh, we're, we're hoping that the Jazz come out and we, we see the Jazz that we saw in the middle of the year that looked unstoppable, the one that were that made everybody think that they're not going to lose at home, the one that you know looked like they were um, going to they they broken three point records, so you know mission accomplished. Let's see if we can see that Jazz team and um, hope for. And the next time we record should be uh, during the playing games. So um, uh, we'll see you guys next time. You still there? Can you go back home to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>